There was a video that was up on YouTube, and I noticed there was clapping. Mm. <laughs> Did you edit that? Move it? Oh, um, our video. Yeah. Uh, I think I just forgot to cut off the beginning. Huh. Yeah, it's not like I wanted that to be in there. Oh, okay. <sighs> Where to begin? Yeah. <laughs> Life's not all that exciting. It seems like when fall happens, for me anyway, things just start to slow down. Mm. And um, I don't think I have seasonal depressive disorder or whatever, but I feel like my body just kind of generally shuts down and I'm not as excited. <laughs> well, I think that's partly why fall foods are a thing, why people call warm foods a thing and... Warming spices. Yeah. And darker beers, um, darker spirits are more like mm. you, you see summery drinks being like clear and, and vodka. Gin. Yeah. Gins <laughs> and tequilas. And then in winter, it's brandies and whiskeys. Not to say that people don't drink the others all year round. Of course. Sure they do. Sure. But I imagine sales change yeah. for those things throughout the, the that year. That would make sense. Like you don't see people selling pumpkin beer during the the summer months unless it's left over. It's almost always Halloween themed. Oh, the pumpkin spooktober, stout, whatever. Yeah, I think Elysian used to have a really popular one. I forget what it was called. That has an owl. Maybe it's night owl. Mm. I do recall that being like a thing that they would do each year. Mm -hmm. They'd have like this huge pumpkin filled with beer mm. and they would put a tap in it. Hmm, I never. I had heard about that when we were at Whole Foods. Okay. Some years ago. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking. I I mentioned Whole Foods in regards to just leaving because you don't want to be there mm -hmm. in, in a day. Like you get there, you're maybe not feeling it out the gate, but then you get there and you're you're definitely not feeling it, and then you just say, you know, I I gotta go home. Yeah. I pr I'm pretty sure I did that at least once at when I was at Whole Foods. I know I definitely did, but I had like paperwork <laughs> to oh, back it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a little bit different. Um, yeah. But yeah, there you're just kind of a number. Like it doesn't matter so much. There's yeah. so many employees there, depending on the team, that you can leave and, and it's whatever. I was leaving my job today. And the woman that I work for said, oh, I felt so bad the other day. I, I realized I kept you here for a half hour or something. And while, yes, I do want to go home, I don't feel bothered by that as much because the job that I have is so different. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I'm borderline a member of the family mm -hmm. there. So I told her today, I was just like, you know, this is a different kind of job. And she mentioned punching in, punching out, and having your spot filled by somebody else who's coming onto the shift. And I was, it's just I knew what that feeling was, and mm -hmm. the, the job that I have is very much not that. <laughs> yeah. And my job is – it is close to that, but, I mean – the people that get there, there's two shifts. There's the openers that get there at 8, mm -hmm. and then the closers that'll get there maybe as early as 9.30 some days and as late as 10 the other days because mm -hmm. they're closing up the st store at 6. We're mm -hmm. not open nearly as long as Whole Foods was when it was – I think they would open at 6 a.m. and close at 9 or 10. No, they opened at 7. 7, okay. And they had closed at 11, I think. Some months, maybe in the summer months, but 10, I think, was the general – closing time hmm. 
and we're closing an hour earlier than we used to, but it hasn't seemed to matter. I mean, we're still doing like as of right now, the last time I checked, uh, which was around four o'clock, maybe a little bit sooner than that. We were 36 ish thousand more over last year same on the day. same day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like a whole three plus days extra. Hmm. It's just, I mean, I haven't seen a day under 10,000 in there. Actually, there might have been a day that was nine. But like this time of year, last year, it was, oh, seven here, eight there. Whoa, my goodness, we got a 10 day. Whereas now it's just normal. Well, that started around when COVID did, right? Yeah. Yeah. And today there was a guy... I mean, oftentimes people will ask you, oh, how's it going? Just kind of as a thing to do. Yeah. I, I never ask that of cashiers because number one, I get asked it myself. And number two, actually, it's probably the other way around. Number one, I don't care. I don't care. Hmm. I'm not coming up. I mean, if I were to have a conversation with that person at a bar or outside of the workplace, mm -hmm. I would care. And it's not like I don't care about that person as an individual and, I'm, and it's not like I don't want to know about it. But in the context of me checking out, yeah. I could not possibly care less. I'm here to give you money so that I can leave without being accosted for taking these things out of the store. Like yeah. that's it. That is the full extent of this interaction with you. I, I, like the amount of care that I have about how they're doing and like the, that, 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 I don't know. I think we were listening to a, a comedian and they were saying, if somebody asks you how you're doing, there's two answers to that. I think mm. it might have been Tom Segura. It it's either Segura. it's either fine or great. It's like, that's the only two answers. And that is true. Like, and there's variations of fine and great that people are like, um, you know, swell or like, that's the one that I, that I use. I'll, I'll say swell. But the, there's no more that comes of that conversation. Yeah. And it's just yeah. so stupid. And yeah. I, I see what you're saying, and I can think back to being a cashier when I was at a grocery store, Whole Foods, mm -hmm. um, and how annoying that question was because it's like, I don't want to answer that for the 300th time right. today. Right, yeah, fine, fine. But then as you were speaking, I was thinking of from like my perspective now and how when I go into a grocery store, I will say, oh, how's it going? Like, <laughs> I will say that, hmm. and part of it is... I want to know where this person is or just it's it's like a more of a hello than anything. Why not just say hi or hello? I, I do say hello, but then it's followed often by how's it going? And part of that is habit. Hmm. So I got to break that habit. But I don't know. I guess part of me is thinking falsely. Oh, I'm, I'm treating this person like a person. I think but you're doing really, the opposite yeah. because that's what everybody else is doing. I mean, most of the people that ask me that question are the the DIYers, mm -hmm. the contractors, they don't give a oh, sure. fuck. They're sense. here to buy their four by fours and their the whatevers yeah. and their the, the, the nails and then get the fuck well, out of there because they have shit to do. It's interesting because certain stores have a different kind of culture. Yeah, so, absolutely. Like if I go to PCC, yeah. usually the cashier will ask how I'm doing. Like they usually, they usually do. So it kind of starts there. Okay, I, I don't know. Okay. But if I go to town and country, which is very different, uh -huh. they, like, I feel like the customer service is perfect there because they don't interact too much. They will, but they mostly just 
they, they don't care. Like they're just ringing you up and yeah. they want you out. Like just I'm here to they do don't this. care yeah. to know how your night's going, what your right. plan is for this. Right. Mushroom. What are your plans? Oh, what are you going to do with these <laughs> mushrooms? That was the whole food. Oh they like, God. they always made a point to us like, <laughs> Oh, I really, have you tried these beans before? They're my favorite. It's like, no, oh, man, you did go the eye eat roll. concrete. It's well, it's horrible. It's like, what are you, why, what yeah. are you doing? Well, it's just, there was one person in particular that we worked with who would do that so she made common. a point and she, she thought like, it was like ah. she, she would just not <laughs> just, look at you she would go oh yeah like, if this is Eye your face was just so hi how's it going yeah. i it anywhere was just but anywhere your but your face <laughs> i was talking to a guy that today that did that he was saying so how much is do you have the wheelbarrow out there I'm like this is your face and i'm looking mm-hmm. there okay um and do you have any others that are at that size no, that's the um, other one. Okay. It's like, what are you, <laughs> what is, what's over there? I'm, I'm I, here. I don't know what, why are you looking out? You're not even looking at the wheelbarrow that you're talking about. What I, are you doing? I have had a lot of social anxiety in my life, but I've also wondered if I'm like slightly on the spectrum because it has been difficulty, diff, has been difficulty, has been difficult for me to have like eye contact with somebody while I'm speaking only because I pay attention to facial expressions hmm. and i get distracted mentally hmm. so i'll try and make eye contact and i have to force myself to do it hmm. because otherwise i'm thinking about what i'm saying hmm. and it's difficult to do when i'm looking somebody in the face hmm. it just my mind goes in a million different directions it's so annoying you don't have trouble with that with me but maybe that's just because we've interacted so much and you know me and my facial expressions where it's not this new thing to catalog where with somebody else that you've never spoken to before or maybe you have a handful of times a cashier mm-hmm. you're just like what is that what does that mean what does that mean what does that mean maybe whereas i'm just i don't care i don't care i don't care i, I do not care and there's so much less of this face person's face to see these days there's half less <laughs> and yeah. again it's not that i don't care about Jenny, the cashier who has an apartment and lives with her boyfriend, if we were outside of there and sitting, I don't know, at the airport and she says, oh, where are you going? I say, oh, I'm, I'm you know, my wife, she's in the bathroom right now. She's We're out for, to our trip to wherever the fuck. That's different. But when it's the, the interaction at the store, I just, that's not, I'm not here to have a chat with you. I'm usually buying less than a half dozen items. Like, what, where do you want this to go? Yeah. Well, where, what, what, where's, what, what, how much of a conversation do we have here? It makes me think of something you've said in the past, which is like, there are certain cashiers at Trader Joe's, for example, that you've said just feel like they're playing this role. Yeah. yeah. And they're just going through the motion, saying the same thing to each person because you can see at Trader Joe's, especially like, the, the line move and that cashier interact with, you know, two to three people in mm-hmm. front of you. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, but so I guess I'm curious. Is it just like the role, the role play that you have to do? That it bothers me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's I don't want to play these roles. It's like I told you the other day how when you go to a store, mm-hmm. you've probably noticed this. Probably anybody paying attention to this is listening to this has probably noticed this. If you go to a store and you're wandering around and a, a, a person that works there, it comes down and they're, they're, you're about to like, oh, one of you has to move aside. Unless you're just the kind of person that steps out of the way usually the person that works at the store will let you go because oh you're you're the person you're you're the shopper you're the customer mm-hmm. well you're you're the whole reason that that store exists mm-hmm. and so oh excuse, pardon me sir bow like, down yeah the, so they'll they'll you know give you a little nod or something they'll step out of your way or oh no you go ahead you go ahead no can i help you find anything that whole spiel i don't do that 
I don't step out of people's way at where I work. If I need to get there and you're the customer, I'm coming down this aisle and you better fucking move. <laughs> like, like, I don't that mean. It sounds like you're charging customers that's not, that's, down the that's aisle. That's not what I mean. I just mean that I'm not like, oh, oh, oh bending oh, yeah, over well, backwards. That's, that's retarded. I just try to act the same way which is a decent human being Mm -hmm. in all the places and all the things that I'm doing, whether it's at the place that I work or not at the place that I work. It's not like I'm being an asshole and I'm not like carrying a big thing down the aisle and going, oh, you better get the fuck out of the way. But I'll see people like trying, I'll have a cart or something with that I'm stocking the shelves with. It's got some totes full of stuff in it. And it'll be parked in front of a place where somebody needs to get. And they'll do goddamn gymnastics to get to the thing without just scooting the cart out of mm. the way. Oh, Whereas I'm if I'm at a grocery store, I'm moving your cart. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I, do I'm, that all I don't the time. care if you're a customer. I don't care if you're somebody that's working there. You can move it. And I'm moving it three feet at most because it's blocking the thing that I want to get to. Yeah, I'm wondering if you, or if you do that because you've worked retail as much as you have. Probably. Or if, if you would do that otherwise. Like, I don't know. It's hard to say, but. I, I do think that everybody should work retail just yeah, to see what it's week, like. And not for a week, like for a month or three. Yeah, like a three minimum months would be of one. Good. Three months, I think you'll get it. Yeah. You'll get it. Three would be would be ideal. Especially if you work at a, a high-end grocery store. No, yeah, or any grocery store, I imagine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what it's like these days, but I imagine it's about the same. It's just, it's an unpleasant experience. <laughs> and you should just be on the receiving end of what that's like to know what it's like. I yeah. think I think everybody should. Like we talked about in one of these podcasts, the people that would come from the corporate store, but they'd be there for a day and an evening oh, yeah. to help bag. You're like, oh, like, this is so fun. It's like, fuck something. you. Yeah. It's not fun. Yeah. This is fun for you because you don't have to be here tomorrow. And they're this not even on the thing. floor for more than like an hour. Yeah, they're, they're just, just kind of hanging out. Oh, I'll help you bag. And then they can by. wander off and do whatever they want. I'm going to go over and get some soup now and then hang out over here and go to the I'll back and get cookies. some snacks. Yeah. Like, okay. Um, I but I have, I have honestly thought, well, maybe I should get a customer service job Why? partly just like that? a day a week because I've kind of forgotten what it's like to be in that position. I can you be there for a day. And you're like, I remember well, I, I, I got to get I can out. Recall, I remember. I remember. <laughs> and even when I worked as a receptionist or even like as an office manager, I would have to interact with customers over the phone. And that was annoying in various ways mm. or it could be. Um, there are also perks of course, but those are few and far between. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but with customer service, you come home often and you will complain about various things that happen in Usually customer service customers. world. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I kind of think that being in that position would not only help me kind of share that burden with you, but also kind of make me a little more empathic because I have to remind myself, oh, this isn't just like annoying rants from Dell. This is just... This is a, a problem that you have to deal with. I guess, but I don't know where you could find a job that is okay with you working there one day a week. Oh. I, I mean, maybe, maybe, but most places are going to say like, oh, we're, we'd really like it if you were here. Like they'd, they'd want more availability. Mm-hmm. You say, I have open availability for one day a week. <laughs> well, except these other days that I'm working. So, And I can't work later than. Yeah. <laughs> 
that was like, why are we going to deal with all these hoops except if we can get somebody over here that just is straight up, I need a job. I still have a wherever. dream to work at a cafe. Okay. I mean, that might be more feasible. Like I could do this day. They, you might be able to find that. But mm-hmm. the, 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 the thing that I guess this is all to come around and say on the podcast, what we were talking about earlier, that I need to go down to fewer days. I've been working five days a week for the past year and some odd months since we got back. Mm-hmm. And when I got back, it was fine all the way up until COVID hit. But there have been so many more DIYers during the week mm-hmm. that it reminds me so much of Whole Foods. And the reason I left Whole Foods was because of that and having to deal with the people. Yeah. And then I was in the back doing the produce and I didn't really care for just sitting back chopping vegetables over and over and in over. In a cooler. Yeah, in a cooler. The cooler was okay. It was the, the repetitive motion. And I that's yeah. I mean, I had to go see a doctor for my wrist and for a while because it was really starting to hurt. And I honestly mm-hmm. thought I was going to be fucked for life. I was like, oh God. Because I mean, you sit there and chop 300 goddamn strawberries or scoop out an entire... Not like like one case, but yeah, (laughs) to make these giant batches of gallons of of guacamole, you sit there and you do the same motion over and over, chop, spit, chop, chop. Yeah, I've done various jobs. It's not good. Mm -hmm. It's not good. I don't, and the same is true of mental activities of doing the same thing, having the same conversation. Hello, how is it doing? How's your day? Hello, how is your day? Hello, how's your day? How's it going? It's just autopilot. It's just, there's, it's not. Those are the things that a robot should be doing, not a person. Mm-hmm. A, a person has all these various abilities and skills and things, and they need to be exercised. I mean, even kids, the one that you work with, you don't, you're not doing the same thing over and over. You're, no, you're, not the exact same thing. It's, I mean, even the game of imagination, you could say it's the same, and it, but it, it, it's, it's not a repetitive thing. Like, and then we walk over here, and we pick up the berries, and we walk over here. And then we walk over here oh, no. and we pick up the berries and then we walk over here. And then they do that 500 times. No, even even like building with Legos, which we did for a good portion of today, mm-hmm. which were Diplos. He has small Legos. Duplo. Duplos? Duplo, I think. Diplos the... Diplos the, yeah, musician. The, the, yeah. Okay. So Duplos, whatever they are. They're the larger ones for toddlers. Mm-hmm. Um, we were building with those probably for three to four hours today. Okay. <laughs> um, a little bit in the morning and a little bit in the afternoon. And we built, what did we build in the morning? Oh, there was like some house that we had and then there was like a playground. And then these construction workers came in because he got this construction set and he has like booms and, and cranes and a backhoe. So he was really excited to put the backhoe together and get that scooping. Um, and they had this huge in. garden with a veterinarian office in the back. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, just these things just sprout up and new things happen. But every time we play with Legos, he comes up with some new disaster. Mm. And like some big problem always happens. Or or we built a blacksmith's uh, workspace uh, in sure. the afternoon. And we had like the forge and we had an anvil and we had all sorts of stuff. And then he accidentally like knocked over part of it with his foot. And he said, oh no, there's a huge fire because the kiln got knocked over and everything's burning down. And then a fire truck had to come and it was just it was nonsense. But yeah, but he fun. doesn't like to have the same thing happen. And I do think that, and I've told you this, he will intentionally do the wrong thing. Just to see how it goes. Mm. Like, he'll just test the waters. Like, okay, I know what it's like to sit on my bed and throw stuffed animals to you straight into the closet, 
But what if I throw it at the wall and knock this string that's hanging mm. from the ceiling that has things dangling from it? Mm. Well, we stop throwing stuff to animals. That's what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. happened today. Yeah. But you should. You should try new things and test the waters. And customer service does not really allow for that. No. It's just this repetitive thing. Da, 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 da. And thankfully, my job isn't a ton of that. I mean, I can go and do other things. On the days that there are freight, I'm usually in back sorting all the freight so that people don't have to go. Yeah. Like a, a tote might have 13 different aisles in it, but if I sort it all so you go to one aisle, you mm -hmm. can just park your tote and then unload it, and it goes so much faster. And we always get done well before it's time to close, whereas in the past, we might still have some leftovers in the day mm -hmm. before we did sorting. Um, but the thing that I realized that is draining isn't the work itself. It's having to think, once I typed it out to you in text, it's having to think for other people. It's hard enough to be a person for yourself mm -hmm. and trying to get those things right. But when you're having to do it for other people and holding their hand, I, ex I explained to you the, a guy the other day where he came in asking for a thing. We, I knew for a fact we didn't have the thing that he was asking for because he explained it to me pretty well. Um, and I said, no, that we have... We have that in two parts. We've got the driver that's yeah. magnetic, and then we've got the sleeve part that goes over that. And he's like, oh, no, I, I want it. I just want one. I'm like, okay. But and it went back and forth, that. back and forth. We, it's not a thing that we have one of. You have, there's different sizes. That it's like, okay, but I just, I just want it in one. It's like, I don't know how many ways to tell <laughs> you no before you'll understand. We don't have it. Mm -mm. And my boss slash the owner, one of, one of a couple of them, he overheard some of the conversation and after the guy wandered off to be an idiot elsewhere, he goes, that guy is so stupid or so dumb. He's like, he's about as bad as the guy that you had to interact with the other day who I told where the Velcro was and he's staring <laughs> at a wall. I mean, it's it's literally two to four feet away and he's standing in the aisle and he's From going, where he was standing. Yeah, and looking, I'm looking going down the like, aisle and I'm going, it's right next to you. And he's like, I don't see it. I don't see it. I'm like, it's right there. Just a little bit to your right. And he's like, Oh, it's here. It's like, what? I mean, I wish I was making this up. I'm not. I don't know where that starts, but like, I have it in my head when I work with the kid that I work with and say we're playing with Legos and he goes, where's that one thing? And he, you know, I know what he's talking about. It's mm -hmm. like, where's the toilet paper or something? There's a little block with toilet paper on it. Okay. I said, well, you're going to have to look for it. I'm not going to find it for you. Yeah. Like, what? No, yeah. you do it. I mean, most the vast majority of people, like 998 out of a thousand, are good with the directions that I give them. Where are the hinges? Oh, it's a first quarter of aisle three on your left. Okay, and they walk over there. But every once in a while, I'll get somebody like that Velcro guy that'll come back and be like, I'm not seeing it. I'm not, I'm not seeing it. And admittedly, maybe one of those two people is looking for something that is a one-of kind of thing. It's not like the wall, the four feet of hinges that we have. It's a single item, and it is a little bit hard to find. And in those cases, if they come back, I'll go, yeah, and I'll go over and I'll help them out find it. But that is an extremely rare case. And then that one-of out of the thousand, I mean, it probably is about that, that rare. I'll go over there, I'm like, they're right here. <laughs> and they're like, boy, I don't know how I missed that. It's like, you know, I don't either. I don't either. We are finally on the same page. 
And the, or other times, sometimes they'll kind of have a laugh at themselves and other times like, oh, well, I mean, it's not exactly where you said. It's like, Ugh. oh, this is my fault. This is my fault that I didn't give you a precise Google map GPS to the dot instruct. Like, come on. Take responsibility. Like, are you, if I tell you it's a third down the aisle, that's a, an approximation. Like, do a little back and forth. Look around. Are you measuring the aisle and going, okay, it's. It's 45 feet, so I'm going to walk exactly 15 in and look right here. It's not here. I don't know what he's talking about. It's not right there. He said a third. Like, what are you doing? Seriously, what are you doing? This is all to say that a, a customer came up. Fine enough customer. No real problems with him. He's He gives me the thing to ring up, and he says, how you doing? He's, he's probably 21 to 23 years old. And I'm just like... Fuck you is all I could think in my mind was fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And I just thought that over and over until we were done with it. Not fuck you, Jason, the customer that came through. It's fuck you. What? Just this person, right? Kind of like Jason. I'm just a random person. That's actually a person rather than this like person who's playing a role. No, it was that person. Hmm. Like this person specifically. Like Hmm. fuck you right here, right now. Like just. Fuck all of this. I mean, admittedly, anybody could have stepped into his shoes at that point, I guess. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. It could have been anyone else. Like, it wasn't like I had any bone to pick with that guy. Mm-hmm. Like, it could have been a little old lady. It could have been a, a surly man. Like, <laughs> hey, how you doing, Sonny? Uh, whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I didn't say that, of course. I'm just thinking it and was like, I just kind of nod. I ring up the stuff and he leaves. And I go in the back because I realized in the back of my head behind that fuck you was, well, that's kind of extreme. And so I thought, well, maybe I need to have something to eat because I've noticed my mood improves after I have something to eat. And it had been, I mean, we eat breakfast at around 7, 7.30. And at that point, it was probably certainly at least 10. It could have been as close to as 11. So mm-hmm. it was, we're looking at five plus hours that I hadn't had anything to eat whatsoever. I'd had drank some water, but I mean, that's not much sustenance. Well, so it was 10.30 after 7.30. That's three hours. Yeah, it could have been as late as, oh. late as noon. I don't remember exactly oh. when it was. I know it was before my lunch, but hmm. and I know some of the 10 o'clock people have showed up. So it's somewhere between 10 and noon. Hmm. So it's at least three hours since I'd eaten last. Hmm. Um, and it's not like we have a huge breakfast and I don't have, I'm not a big person. I don't have a big stomach. Like I can't get all that much into me. So the food that we eat, kale and some eggs doesn't last calorie wise a long time. So... I'm, pr- I'm probably a little bit hungry when I'm thinking this, but it's, it's also just being worn out. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, I don't know what it was that made me think it. I think you said something like, oh, I could work. Oh, yeah, I said more I think I, I should work more hours than you or something or work less. Yeah, I don't know what sparked the idea. Oh, I think it was I'm, I, I was thinking about taking an entire month off. That's what it was. I was like, I just I'm I, I'm going to tell the the guy that writes the schedule that like I need November off like I just I have to have a break to recoup but then for some reason I thought well maybe instead of just a giant chunk of break what if I just worked fewer days and I thought boy that that would be such a benefit because right now I'm working on this story that it's for the Black Library submission and like I told you and I told my editor at work the guy that edits this stuff it's it's on it's not scary. It really isn't. It's it. It might have a couple like oh, oh that's kind of spooky, <laughs> but it's not. 
I don't know what I would classify it as. Light horror? I mean, is Stranger Things horror? Is the Goonies horror? That's not horror. It's... It just sounds like you're saying whore. H-O-O-R-O-R. <laughs> How am I supposed to say this? Whore. Whore. No. Horror. Horror. The horror. I, I, no, I don't know. No, okay. Tell me how to say it. H- horror? Horror. Okay. Is that not what I'm saying? Oh, I think so. You go down the I street, think. you go to Aurora to get a whore. <laughs> to get a whore. <laughs> whore. Whore. A whore. A whore. Horror. 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 Jesus Christ. If I was listening to this, I'd be like, shut the fuck up. I know what you're saying. <laughs> I'm not writing about prostitutes. I'm writing about scary things. H-O-O-H-O-R-R-O-R. Fucking hell. I fucked it up. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not that. It's whatever. I mean, Stranger Things is spookier than Goonies. Yeah. But I don't know that I would call it horror. Hmm. What would you call it? I mean, I get. Uh, It is. It's like a, oh. it's like a fantasy psychological thriller. Yeah, it's not. It's not exactly thriller, thriller. when I think of thriller. When Maybe I think of thriller, thriller I think more of like slasher. No, well, I guess it could be that. I'm. I think more like Jason Bourne. It's thrilling, or hmm. um, it's like an action thriller, or uh. What about Michael Jackson's song Thriller? Sure. Um. Like, I thought that like a thriller would be there's a lot of suspense and then all of a sudden spooked. No, spooked. that's not that's no. not what the the way thriller is usually used. It's mm-hmm. like Dan Brown's the uh, the Da Vinci Code. Oh, that's I, a I think that would be considered a thriller. Yeah, hmm. I think so. I mean, I we can know. Google. We can. I'll see what it says. Let's see. But um, what would you call yours? I mean, I think that yours that you wrote for Black Rhett black library at least uh the last version that i heard was kind of mystery conspiracy fiction detective fiction thriller suspense filled game over fatal affair these are psychological thrillers the occupant it's it's they're gone girls shutter island yeah i guess shutter island there is some spooky ish elements to it but it's not like hostile or texas chainsaw massacre mm. or uh get out that, okay. that i guess that would be more like a psychological thriller slash i guess it had elements of horror in it kind of psychological horror S- certain ones that you mentioned maybe not get out yeah that's the one i was talking about specifically maybe there is us was considered a horror yeah um, that makes sense but i guess There's it's blood. more blood and Maybe that's what your story's missing, some blood. But I don't... I mean, part of the problem is, like I said, I haven't read that much horror, so I don't really know what elements it has. But another part is I think that writing it in third person, it it shows too much. And that's what I like about writing third person Mm. is that I can show anything. But I think... And Mm. it's not to say that it can't be done. I'm sure it can. Um, Stephen King, I think, writes almost exclusively in third person in his stuff. A lot of his stuff is is, is considered horror. I mean, at least past stuff. Um, but I was thinking making it third first person would help a lot with that. Hmm. Not this story. I would have to bang out something else. But 
My point to this is that I'm, I work on the story a little bit in the morning. I wake up. I woke up today at 5.30, did a little bit of a workout. And getting out of bed before me these past three or four days. Yeah. We can talk about what I've done to help incentivize me to do that. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I don't have a ton a of bit. time to work on these stories. And I, I, yes, I could just pound it out and go. But I, part of the issue is I'm not that interested in this particular story. I was really hoping it would be more akin to last year's um, submission guidelines, which was a, a very broad, where it was just about a band of people doing a thing, and they gave you three different prompts. Whereas this, it's got to all be under the, the umbrella of horror. You could do survival, psychological, gothic, or cosmic. Okay. But it's still all the same thing. It's all got to be horror. It's got to be scary. At that, if it's not scary, then it, they're not going to be terribly interested. And I don't know. I, I still plan to submit it and and go back and make it as spooky as I can. Get make the unknown bits as unknown as I want. The whole idea that I have here is that it's actually not all that scary. Is that it seems scary, builds up, builds up, builds up until it's like you're scary, and then it's like oh, it's just it's just that. And it's kind of like you see the lump on the ground and there's tattered rags, and you go up. And it's like oh, and the sh weird shadows that it casts, and like they're wondering and they're freaking out, what is it? But then when they get to it, it's just it's just a bundle of rags. It's it's not a, a dead body or a monster under there. Um, but I don't have time all that much to read. And sometimes that one of the days that I do want to read, I, there are things beyond my control, like stomping around above us yeah. or garbage trucks. That That's a problem I have to deal with on the, the early hours of Monday. Yeah, I don't know if you do this, but I try to like stagger my creative endeavors or various projects. Like I'll have a to-do list and I won't put a time slot for each one. Like I don't have, um, what are those things called? An itinerary. Mm -hmm. that's really pounded out um and in stone um so if something's happening or i don't feel like doing something at a particular time then i'll do something else on my list yeah i usually just have things that need to get done and the sooner that i get those things done the better i feel about it and that's it's more like that it's... yeah i'm just thinking like if there's noise that you can't control like our landlord is watering the garden mm -hmm. and you can't record, then maybe you could write. Yeah. If, if that happens and I edit something like some something that I've recorded or I write or I do other things. Yeah. I do move things around. It's not like, oh no, this is the time that I had to record and it has to be done from 10 to 11. And since I can't do it, I'm going to go cry now. Like I, I don't do that. I go, okay, well I can't do that. So I'll eat something or I'll, I'll, I, I fill that time with something else. I usually try to be productive unless I, it's later in the day. Mm -hmm. But the problem with only having two days off is that I want to spend a decent amount of time with, of that with you. And I, I have... We don't. Huh? <laughs> I said we don't. Oftentimes, no. I'm off in the closet tucked mm -hmm. away recording something because it's one of the few times that I get to. Mm -hmm. And so I thought I'm going to take... November and I'm going to reduce the number of days that I'm working so that I can get ahead on some of these stories. I want to record more of these Warhammer stories, something that all of the stories that are recorded that got hit with copyright strikes have in common are they were all newer stories. I think they were all 2017 or newer stories. The one that I'm still am I'm not sure about. Yeah, it's the one we mentioned. Before. Yeah, and and I'm starting to wonder if that one wasn't actually hit with a copyright strike. Hmm. 
I know I took all the longer ones down, all the official ones down because of fear that they would. Hmm. But there were two, and I don't remember which two it were. Oh. I actually think it wasn't that one. I mm. think it was Argent, which was published in a collection of short stories, Lords and Tyrants. And I think that came out in 2018. Hmm. Um, and then the other one was, I think, 2019 that it was published was uh, a Severina Rain story. Hmm. And so I know that I took all the Warhammer stuff down because like, well, I don't I, if I if we got hit with a third one, it was done. They Those have fallen off now, so I can risk another one. But the story that I read that is going to go up on well, has already gone up at the point of this recording and went up on Wednesday. It was published in 2015. Thankfully, I can go to the Black Library, eShorts, sort by a date oldest first, and then just look for something to read there. And there are, there's 500-odd stories total published between like 2003, I think, maybe, and 2020. Hmm. So there's a lot of stories on there. And if I read just the early ones, that there's probably, I mean, at least 200 things that are written before 2016 that I think are probably safe or safer. It makes sense that they wouldn't want free, somebody just read for free something that has come out pretty recently and they're still making sales off of. But if it's not getting any attention and they're thinking, hey, let why not let somebody read it if it brings attention to the, the game and, and gets keeps keeps it relevant? No. Sure. Um, so that's what I intend to do is get those stories knocked out every Wednesday, a new Warhammer story that is a little bit older. Warhammer Wednesday. Warhammer Wednesday. I'm going to have a story. And eventually, this is this is a, a, a pipe dream, but it's not that crazy of a pipe dream, is that once we hit 1,000 subscribers and grow the channel because people know, oh, Dell will be reading official Warhammer stuff. That'll be kind of the... The thing that gets people to the channel. Mm -hmm. Then if they want to hang out and watch the D&D thing, cool. If they want to watch the podcast, cool. But another thing that I'd like to do at some point, and I'd certainly be able to, to do. The suspense is killing me. Is write an <laughs> ongoing Warhammer fan fiction story mm. along with other stories and then have a Patreon that is mm. not paying for the Warhammer story, but is... People are supporting my writing mm -hmm. because if I go, oh, you're paying for a Warhammer story, then Games Workout goes, hello, you're doing what now? You're you're selling Warhammer stories? Mm, yeah, can't do that. But if I write fan fiction and Can it's clearly libeled, I'm not, I wouldn't be selling it. Oh, I would okay. not be selling it. I would be, the Patreon would be a show of support for the writing and the reading that I'm doing. And I would read other things as well as the Warhammer. But Warhammer, I would have Warhammer Wednesday, which would stay the same. That would be the official straight from Black Library. Here's a reading of an older story. Mm -hmm. Some other day would be the next installment of the ongoing side story. Something about the Sisters of Battle faction that I've got here or some Space Marines or something. I, I, don't, I don't know what. I have no idea. I haven't even put thought into what that would be yet. Mm -hmm. um, and then... The, uh, yeah, and then all of this other stuff that we do. Yeah. So go down to three days a week in November. In November, yeah. And then hopefully four days in December and beyond. Yeah, yeah and beyond. That's the idea. And we can do that. Yeah. Which is nice. Right. 
Because, I mean, the way that we live, it's not an extravagant lifestyle. If you couldn't tell from our lovely apartment um, and all of the complaints we've had about the noise. Yeah. Uh, but we also, we share a car. Mm-hmm. We have, which is paid, have for. paid for that car. Um, so we pay insurance, which is pretty damn low because my dad was in the military. And so I have USAA, which is lower than any of the other insurance companies that I've had. So that helps us save money. Yeah. We don't have any debt. Don't have any debt. Our rent is fairly low. For Seattle, it's damn good. Mm-hmm. We don't go out and buy new clothes usually, new things, period. Oh, my God. I'm trying to think the last time I bought any new clothing whatsoever. I think it was those black t-shirts from the internet. In Michigan? Yeah. More than a year ago? Maybe. That was like back in April of 2019. I think you might be... No, no I think... No, it's not 2019. Michigan, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. When I was working at the the, the bar, I think it was those, those shoes, shoes that I got shoes. from the Buffalo Exchange. Yeah, but I think that's but that's used it. still. But I'm talking about new, new T-shirts. When you went to start a job as a bar bar back bar back, yeah. Um. Yeah, I think you're right. But any clothing, I think it's just those shoes. I don't think I've gotten. I mean, I got some hoodies from work, but I didn't pay for those. I don't know. Point is, we don't spend a lot of money. The things we do spend money on are pretty much magic cards. And our budget for that yeah. that we set is $50 a month. Um, And also uh, food. Yeah, that's our biggest expense aside from just that is our internet bills yeah, and all the other bills. stuff. and yeah. Gas, which is not that much. I think we fill up once every six weeks or something. No, it's like once a month. Okay, it's not Maybe. often. It depends on how often I see my grandma. Yeah. <laughs> but part of speaking of the $50 budget magic budget is I, I was not able to get out of bed like I felt better when I did the couple of times and I worked out but getting myself out of bed was not there was nothing that was working there was no mental tricks that I was yeah. coming up to with to get me out it's like I, me getting out of bed was not working then I became the bad guy that, it's not like it was a thing that happened it's just you're making it sound well no it's not like we got in an argument it's just one morning you said something and i thought geez i don't want to like be at the end of that resentment oh i think you i think yeah i think you're trying to get me out of bed and you're pulling the covers off and i was just like i'm actually tired yeah and it was true i mean part of it was mental and part of it was physical it's just i'm just worn out yeah and i just didn't know what to do at that point so i just let you sleep yeah and so The trick that I've used and I came up with and that we talked about was that every day that I'm out of bed before six, then I don't lose a dollar of the magic budget or we don't lose. Yeah, the $50. It doesn't go down. It just stays neutral. I haven't figured out if this money accounts for the things that I want. Well, it's not been a thing for you. So I think (laughs) if you want to get something on the side, like you're you're not like, I want to build a whole new deck every other day. That's my problem. It never happens. And so... um. But then if I have written, if I've worked out at least five minutes mm -hmm. and written for 15 minutes Mm -hmm. by 630, then a dollar gets added to the budget. It's not a lot. I mean, it's additional at most $31 in an entire month. So the budget could go from 50 to 81, but it's helped me get out of bed every single day. And I've done that every single day because 
like I said, it's not a whole lot, but I know that it'll add up and I'm like, oh, you know, that's a few more cards. And I was thinking like, oh, four days, that's that's a decent, that's a $4 card. And there's a yeah. lot of rares that are really impactful for a deck at that price point. Yeah. So if you don't get out of bed by six, it's negative. But mm -hmm. if you do get out of bed and you don't write, then it's neutral. Right. But if you do get out of bed, you write and work out. Then it's then plus it's one. Positive. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's working. And that might sound ridiculous, but sometimes you have to do that. Yeah. Like you have to motivate yourself, especially because the world that we live in is not set up for mental sanity. No. Like anyone who works a 40 hour a week customer service job is probably crawling on the insides. Like Yeah, if they've done it for any amount of time, like past that three months and it's not still new and fun and exciting or I mean, I would imagine 90 plus percent of the people are just going, they're not thrilled about the job. Yeah. And, and if they are, they have nothing going on in their life. Sorry. Yeah. All I was <laughs> going to say is the thing that's drained me out, it's not like I'm physically tired. It's it's a mental tired. The, we've never been this busy where I work. It's mm. been more busy. I mean, we have had month after month of just record-breaking days over record-breaking days and we're going to hit sales numbers than we already have in months that we just never thought possible. We just was like, this will never happen. And then it's happened month after month. Mm -hmm. And while other st businesses I know are not doing well, ours is booming in ways that it's just like, it's, we had no idea. And it just doesn't seem like it's dying down. Mm -hmm. It just, it, it seems like now that people are aware of us as a store, there's a lot of people that just didn't know because it's kind of tucked away. They're like, oh, and this is where I go now instead of going to some of the other shops that I could go to. This one's so close and local. And they just, I mean, I see so many more people coming in for just not like big projects. Just I'm going to get my soap today and I'm going to get my trash bags and I'm just going to get some little things. And it's just so much of that. And so many of those people are the dumbest motherfucking people on the planet. I mean, a, a, that took a turn. <laughs> a thing that uh, that is commonly said where I work is, how did they get here? How did they get here? Yeah. It's like yeah. that Velcro guy. And so what's draining is having to think for these people and try and help them out I when they are so like one helpless. In, I don't know. How many yeah, yeah. Oh, the person that just can't find the thing, that specific thing. But yeah. explaining something to somebody or talking them through something, like I told you about that older couple mm -hmm. that was just like, uh, how hard is this steak for? It's like there's a picture that shows you exactly how am I going to use words to do better than the picture. The picture shows well, you. you're a writer, aren't you? <laughs> but it's like you're looking at the picture and it's like, so what does that mean? It's like it means you put it the steak in the ground. What do you mean? What put does it that in mean? The, and that and you put the whole skip. hose in it and they're just like. Yeah. But what is it for? It just holds the hose in place. It's like they were expecting some elaborate. Oh, when you push it into the ground, it sends out these vibrations that puts all. You should have done like, that. You should have just made something up. I can't. A after I, like five minutes. Just I wasn't with them for five is. minutes. But I can't, I, I can't just straight up lie. I, I <laughs> Sometimes I'll think that and just come up with some bizarre stuff. 
Or the people well, it's that... it's like the friend of ours who used to work at Whole Foods, too, and he was just so over the job. And someone was asking where they put their shopping cart. Mm-hmm. And there's a little food court right next to the express lanes with a Jamba Juice, so what, yeah. right yeah. there. And he said, oh, you see that little opening right there in Jamba Juice? You could just go there and you just tuck it right in. They'll take care of They'll it. They'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. So they went over with their cart. And they started pushing it into the, like, the only way that the employees from the Jamba Juice get in and out of this fucking place. And they were just like, Wait, this doesn't seem right. Yeah, and I think then, the Jamba Juice employees like. Our friend was just like, oh. ha 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 ha, ha he he. But yeah, he was annoyed. <laughs> he, he did yeah. a little trick. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. It is hilarious. Yeah, and I mean, that's fun here and there, and sometimes I'll have a laugh with a customer. But trying to do that again yeah. and again, like it just—it's mentally yeah. exhausting. Oh, it is, and. Yeah, have a laugh here and there, and and I do, and I'll have a joke or like there was this lady who I was loading some some bricks for today, and I don't even remember how it came up. We're we're talking about Jeff Bezos, and I was like, yeah, if I had one hundred seventy billion dollars, I would just take over cities and make them so much better. I would just go, I'm buying these five blocks, building an apartment complex, and coming up with some system that works to fix the homeless problem, and with a hundred and seventy billion dollars i promise you that could be done i mean admittedly i don't understand how all that money works and where it goes but (laughs) But a promise is a promise but but if you had a i'm just saying if you have 170 billion dollars cash money to work with sure not in stocks like even if you had 10 billion dollars i don't know that money just doesn't make sense to me one billion dollars. Okay. One billion dollars. You could do so much to fix that problem mm-hmm. in a city. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I don't know. You just you just could. I, I, you I just, could. I hear about projects that the city's doing around, like Department of Transportation, and they say, "Oh, it's going to be another two billion dollars." And I'm just like, oh, "Money, right. okay? Yeah. That yeah. doesn't sure." Yeah. Why not? It's like this house that's for sale that's right near here. Did you see that one? Yeah. Over there? Eight, that one's... $849,000. There's one over by where I work. Mm-hmm. And it is one and a half million. And it is not a one and a half million dollar house. I could show you pictures of it. And I did take a picture because I saw the flyer and I thought, oh, no. Nope. I saw how many commas there were. And I was just like, what the hell is wrong with these people? Yeah. It was one million four hundred ninety-five thousand. Sorry, so not a million. And That's a half. another reason that I'd like to start getting some kind of income and, and doing something of value that people like. And that you know, all I'd be asking is like five dollars from this person. Like if I could get five dollars from a thousand people. That's not that's not a crazy insane thing. There's three hundred million, three hundred thirty million people in this country alone. Okay, how many of them are Warhammer fans? How many of them like stories read? I don't know, but probably a thousand. It's just getting what I'm doing to a thousand people and getting them to think that it's valuable enough to give me the price of a coffee per month. And then we don't have to do this. We don't. I don't have to work retail ever again. And that's the dream. That's the dream. I just, I, I'm just glad and extremely thankful that I have the ability to take that extra day off because as we were talking about before we started this, there's probably people out there, I don't know them, but I can imagine a situation where every day at work, they're asking to stay out a little bit longer because they need that money because of the debt, because of the mortgage, because of the kids, the medical bills, the whatever. And they just are, they cannot escape that. And to be in that trap, 
I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you do. I don't. I have no idea. Which is a, a big reason why we've decided to not have children until we're out of this situation. Yeah, because we don't want to be completely bogged down with have tos and yeah. cannots. Yeah. And it's also a struggle when deciding whether or not to ever own a house. It's like, do I really want to be tied to the same piece of property for the entirety of my existence? And I don't have any desire to live in Seattle proper. There are places in the greater outside area that I'd be interested in, mm-hmm. like in Washington State, Washington State. Yeah. But Seattle itself, I don't I don't want to be a resident of owning a home in Seattle. Like if I had a home that I could sell for eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars, yeah, I'm selling it. Hmm. It seems like there are more homes going up on the market. I, I've seen a lot more signs popping up, and I think, I mean, I've heard, I've heard that that people are leaving cities, and I, I mean, just anecdotally around Seattle, that does seem to be the case, unless they're just moving to a different part of the city. I don't honestly I know where they're why going. Why people are moving out of cities, though? I think it's crime. partly because. Homelessness? Well, I think it's a, a, a few things. I think it's probably that. But I think if people are working from home yeah. and then they're thinking like, well, why stay here? Yeah. I could go back to where my fa- fam- family is. Or if I can work from home, I can sell this $850,000 home, buy a small plot of land, a, a little ranch out in Wyoming or in other parts of Washington and do the same fucking thing. The only, the only thing that I need to make sure that I have is decent internet mm-hmm. so let's find a place with decent internet and that's a lot of places in the u.s now and i'm set i think cities have they hold a lot of indulgences it's like oh, specialty yeah. shops that's a good way to put it um there are you know microbreweries there are now distilleries that are all over the place in in seattle mm-hmm. um there are boutiques there are you know salt shops it's like why do you need a whole shop for salt or or caramels or cupcakes like any of these things yeah like, there's you don't lots need of little full shops for any it's not of a this. bakery there's cupcake shop multiple of them but there are also a lot of really good coffee shops and the only thing i would miss well i would miss a handful of things but the only things i can think of off the top of my head that i would miss if we moved out of seattle or whenever we do is the trails that go through the city like the bike trails and the beautiful parks, but also <laughs> Which coffee shops. Which ones are those? Well, I think that aren't completely overrun with homeless and needles and garbage. Well, Gasworks, for example, I like the view that you can oh, see okay. of the city. Yeah, like sure. you can see a lot. Or if you go out to Golden Gardens, yes, there are a lot of homeless people along the way. But once you get out there, <laughs> it's once you're there, pretty, once you're past and you can them hear all. the seals being doofuses on the shore. Yeah, arfing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there are definitely some nice spots, and this city would be so much prettier if it was actually taken care of, but, like, it's just a running joke now that you call the police and they just don't do anything. People, I mean, it, it is, uh, jokes about that get made almost every day where I work. It's like, oh, what are you going to do, call the police? <laughs> I wonder when the last time was that that actually helped. I don't know, I, I was reading in the paper that this new interim police chief is doing more and that more 911 calls are getting answered okay all right 
Hmm. I mean, we did hear quite a few sirens the other day, but then I was making the joke that maybe they're just driving around <laughs> with these sirens on so that people have like, oh, they're doing stuff now. It's There's like, something happening over oh, there. They must be getting to it. Someone like, over there saying, oh, there must be something happening. Yeah, they're just there. like, no, they're just <laughs> driving around with their sirens on, just like four different police cars, just to make it seem like things they're we're doing stuff. Just zip around the city. That's your four guys' job today. Just just blazing your... You just drive around. Yeah. I think you're right. I think maybe where you work will continue to stay busy. I think a lot of people are rethinking their lives because they have to with yeah. COVID. But and people are reprioritizing. It's interesting because I thought... And this did seem to be the case early on the first couple of months of COVID at most, mm. that a lot of people were doing DIY stuff and not hiring the contractors. And a lot of the reason that the contractors weren't working is because they couldn't. They'd all been shut down. Mm. But then they came around and like, oh, okay, this, you know, building is, is essential, whatever. So now the contractors seem to be in as much as they were, but the DIYers are in way like a hundred percent more. So it's like people are doing the stuff on their own, but then also hiring people. So it's just more work being done, period. Well, I, I, I would imagine that people are seeing, oh, I can do this thing by myself and it is fine. <laughs> I think it's more, I'm going to attempt this thing. Well, I was, I told, I mentioned. I, I can do it. Maybe I told this last time. I don't recall, but. When I was at a grocery store and I was looking for a particular spice, I was just kind of walking around looking for, I don't remember what it was. Oh, it was Mexican oregano. And one of the employees there goes, oh, can I help you find anything? And I told him and he was just like, oh, Mexican oregano. That sounds like fancy stuff or whatever. And he said, you wouldn't believe how many people are coming in here because they found some recipe and they have to get this one ingredient that the recipe's built around and they've never cooked it before. But this is the thing that they're doing. He said that more and more of those types of people are coming into the store because people are trying new things and they have nothing to do but cook. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, with a lot fewer restaurants, going to restaurants, there are not as many open. Many have shut down. I saw in the paper today, 15 more have closed their doors permanently. I mean, so those all people, all those people don't have jobs. Then I saw this thing that I wonder how many times things like this are happening. It's just, it was, it was like... That's everything so is awful jobs. or something or people are awful reddit which is on the main page it was from a restaurant it looked like it was maybe thai food or chinese food i'm not sure um but it said this person ordered 300 worth of food and then just didn't pick it up it's like we made all of this food and this is all they didn't pay for it, didn't pay for it. And it's just like don't be this person and like they they're already struggling and then somebody comes along for $300. I mean, I don't know what that costs them, but let's say it's $100. That's still $100 plus all the labor that it went in to make it. And then they're sitting there thinking, oh, this might be a sweet tip. No, no tip. You just have a bunch of food that you're going to have to throw out or maybe they can eat it or something or give it out. I, I don't know. I don't know what you do there. But I mean, yeah, that's that's some bullshit. Like when people call in and they ask things like, oh, can you cut some glass? Like, I, you, I'm not cutting the fucking thing until you're here with money in hand because there's been too many times, which was once, one goddamn time was enough for me. Call in, oh, we cut this piece of glass. I'll be there in the next hour. Never see him. It's like, well, now we got this piece of glass that nobody else is. I mean, maybe they forget. Maybe they got a flat tire. I don't know why they didn't show up, but I don't do that ever again. I have not since and I will not. It's the same kind of people that would call in and say, oh, I'd like to pay for these few, these bags of soil 
and then I'll pick it up later today. It's like, no, 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 no. I don't think you understand how quickly inventories are changing at stores. You call me when you're in the parking lot with the bags of soil in your car to pay me. Not, like, where am I going to put this? Mm. You're the fifth person that's called. You want me to store 30 bags of soil off over somewhere? Where, where do I put this? Oh, I just sell the people that are here buying it? Oh, you can't get 30 of these bags? No, you morons. Like, think this stuff out. <laughs> they just, they just, no sense. They're like, oh, it'll just wait there for me. Where? Where is it going to magically wait for you? I mean, that's partly a curse of knowledge. I don't see the problem with calling and asking and seeing if that's possible. Certainly. S- but, sure. like, from the outside, it, the store looks like it has more room than it does. But if you go inside, okay, then, then you see, like, the aisles are pushed back all the way to the edge of the store. There's a small space for the loading area. Yeah. There's a very small, like office area and break room yeah then like there's not a lot of space but it doesn't like not everybody knows that or like today another one this is i'll I'll end on this this negative note because i just it's it's funny to me is it it is he comes in and goes i'm here for the keys the keys i'm here for the keys do you know what he's talking about i'm here for the keys hello i'm here for the keys hello i'm here for the keys (laughs) do you have the keys Oh yes, sir. I'm sorry. We did not roll out the red carpet yet. Will you I please just, step I outside? Said, I don't. What? Um, the, keys. the keys. What? He goes. Oh, there was there was a bunch of keys that were cut for. It. Oh, okay. The now keys. now we're getting somewhere. I said that'd be like me going into a grocery store. And we're like, hi, I'm here for the pasta. <laughs> and like, I'm here oh. for the pasta. Okay. Um, that's on aisle thirteen next to the spaghetti sauces. Like. No, it's supposed to be here. There is a hold for me. I special ordered it. Oh, you could have led with that. Okay, special orders. Okay, now we're now there. More clues are coming to the surface. Ah, special orders. Yes, yes. These mm. things. Like I do not miss people walking up to me at the register and just going potato chips. Yeah, I told you the best one. The, the worst of that. A guy comes in with a package. He goes, where? <laughs> where and i go that's so good i had enough wherewithal to pause and go like all right you want to do this let's do this and i go where what and you go this this and i say it's in your hand and he goes where is a not empty one like oh okay it's right over here but i i swear to god i was like where what it's in your hand like yeah I'm, i'm i'm gonna throw this right back at you be water. Hey, and he thanked me on his way out. He's like, hey, thanks, thanks again. I was like, oh, yeah, sure. I think some people just need a quick like, hey, hey. Yeah, oh, they hey, do. Stop that. There's, what stop, what hey, comedian hey, was it? This is a person. It? I'm a person. There's a comedian. Hi, I don't know if you. it was like hey, Louis yes. C.K. or if it was like, I don't know who it was, but they were talking about just being able to like flick somebody on the forehead just mm-hmm. to like wake them up. Yeah, just just like, I just wish that we could, and that is a version of yeah. It's a verbal version of like, what, what do you? Come on, stop, stop this. What you're doing Wake is up. retarded, and you need to stop. Yeah, you need Think to a little. You need to cut. Give me your hand. <laughs> All right, try it again. Yeah. Oh, hi. I I'm looking for this thing. Oh, okay. Let me help you find that. Where? Where? 
Yeah, it's like from far away, it seems entertaining to just like a dream of mine to just get a job somewhere stupid like a fast food restaurant for a day and and just like see what it's like i've never worked fast food the closest mm-hmm. i've gotten is a movie theater yeah that's 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 probably pretty close was, i imagine it was rarely ever in concessions unless there was some like a rush i just imagine the same kind of vibe is similar I mean, it's different people because a movie theater attracts anyone and everyone, whereas fast food attracts, it's, it's a anyone certain... Anyone and everyone? Yeah. Well, maybe, I guess, but you're not getting all that healthy of people going to a fast food, maybe occasionally. There was a, a Taco Bell thing that the editor again had bought and he, I, he was offering it and I was just like, it looks good. It was a grande stacker. Which I don't even know what it is. But it looked good. It was tortilla. And I was like, I can't do this. I'm not doing it. Every single time I'm burned. I'll make you a better version of R- that. Right. I'm, I know. But my point is that the last time I did that, I think, was a lesson that will last me at least another six months. When you bought, what, six tacos at Jack in the Box? No. I don't know when that was. What? Six tacos at Jack in the Box. I don't know. That was a, must have been. It was a while ago. Yeah, like, no, it was of summer. It was when I went to uh, the market and got chicken tenders. Oh. I was still hungry, and I thought, "Oh, chicken tenders sound good." They do and, sometimes. And they weren't. They were not good. Mm. It was just garbage food. I mean, they were probably pretty decent quality chicken tenders of of chicken tenders, but they were. It's chicken tenders. They're not great. They were. They'd been sitting in the little heat lamp thing for a while. In I a mean, plastic box. In a plastic box. <laughs> I didn't have any sauce to dip them in or anything. Oh, so it was just, terrible. I mean, th- so there are certain things I probably could have done to make them a little bit better, but it's still breaded chicken. Yeah. I think at that grocery store, if you walk around, mm-hmm. they have little sauces oh, okay. that are free. So I was thinking like, oh, this will be good. But I was like, I was so disappointed. And then the other day, some some of the guys were going to, to get Wendy's and somebody mentioned spicy nuggets. And I thought, oh, that sounds good. I was like, no. It's not going to be good. You'll take one bite and go like, what the fuck am I doing? What am I doing with my life? What is, what, what is, come on. What am I doing with my life? What are you, get right with God. Like, you know, it's <laughs> funny. You let the chicken nuggets, the wings just stop. Just stop. After you made that comment, you asked, did you put the pumpkin soup in, in the noodles for your lunch? Oh, yeah, because you did that the other day. It you, was not pumpkin soup. What? A, all right. It was what pumpkin was, marinara. Okay. There were fire roasted tomatoes mixed with pumpkin and shallots and some spices. And mm. I blended it. So, yeah, that's similar to the pumpkin soup that I made. But it's not the same. Okay. Whatever. It wasn't marinara, straight tomato marinara True. I had sauce. red pepper in it, too. Okay. Whatever. It wasn't what I was expecting. Yeah. So, what's your and, point And I here? put a little bit of that in with your other pasta yeah. meat sauce. Yesterday for lunch. Yes. <laughs> and... So you asked about that, and then that was kind of on my mind when I was, I was wondering eating if it was going to be in today's lunch. Because I it <laughs> wasn't prepare yourself. great. I mean, it was fine. It just it wasn't great. But I like that, and and when I cook, I usually don't cook the exact same thing. I'll use the same recipe, but like that pumpkin soup that I made, I changed a little bit mm-hmm. of how I made it. It's just I don't like to do the same thing when I cook. Okay, so. When I was eating my lunch today, I had a little bit of that pasta with some of the pumpkin in it. Mm-hmm. And then I had mixed in some lentils that I'd cooked the other, or like last week f- for the enchiladas. And then I had my like 
acorn squash soup with mm-hmm. the beets in it. Yeah. <laughs> Everything was like greenish, brownish, orange. And I was thinking, I love this, but anybody else would hate this. <laughs> it's not that it was bad. It was just the, in that way wasn't amazing. It's just I was eating the regular marinara, just the tomato marinara, like typical spaghetti sauce, which was good. And with pasta, I was like, okay, this is good. And then I take a scoop in this lighter marinara. I was like, oh, this isn't the same. And it's not, it wasn't bad. By no means was it bad. And I probably would have been been fine if it was a whole bowl of that. Mm. It was just this juxtaposition of these two things. Like, okay, well, of these two, I definitely prefer the red one, not the orange-ish whatever one. Again, it's not that it was bad. Yeah. It'd just be like if somebody gave you a bowl of ice cream and one side was an ice cream that you really liked and over here is just plain vanilla. And you're just like, okay, I mean, yeah, it's it's ice cream and it's not bad. It's just, why didn't you give me all of the Rocky Road or the whatever? Yeah. What about the pumpkin pancakes? Those are good. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I don't have any problems with pretty much any of your cooking. That's not it. It was just... Mm. That particular combo was not a great combo. Yeah. Hmm. It'd be like if half of burger, one side was a bison burger and the other side was a veggie burger. You're like, "Mm, oh, this is so good. And then you go into the other side and you're like, I mean, okay, what is that? Why? 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 That's my biggest question. Why? Why did you do this? Like, oh, it was just to mix it up. I thought it'd be fun and it's more healthy that way. It's like, I mean, Okay. It's hmm. you should see the way I eat. It's like just like I do commonly. Yeah. <laughs> but when I'm by myself, I don't make like this huge spread. Okay. Like I do with you. Oh. It's just like, okay, I'll have a piece of chicken with some sriracha on it and then That's I'll how have I some eat. soup. Yeah. Why why is it different like I don't know. I feel it's more fun to get excited about it when you're around. All right. Even though you don't care. I I don't know. Okay. That's the real answer. (laughs) All right. Well, if you enjoyed, if you stuck through this whole thing, then (laughs) you're some sort of weirdo. And if you have done two things would would make you extra strange is listen to the crucible that I read on Wednesday and then listen to this. You can look forward to that kind of thing coming out every Wednesday, a 40 odd minute I don't, it's not like I'm I, I don't know how long the e-shorts are but I think they're all about that length give or take which mm. is I think around I don't know 5,000-ish words long I'm guessing um, and so I'll be reading more of those if there's anything that you want specifically read let me know no, older no, stuff yeah it's got to be older so if you go to the e-shorts on Black Library because I'm buying every one of these that I'm reading I'm not I'm not stealing them I don't even know where to steal them from and I'm not going to I'm going to buy them and I put the link to the thing so if you enjoy it and you want to read it read it yourself <clears throat> see how well I did um, yeah let me know what kind of things you would like read do you prefer Space Marines do you prefer Imperium do you prefer Chaos or uh Imperium. Yeah, I guess those are two things. For some reason, I was thinking something else. Xenos, I guess. I guess, yeah, I was thinking chaos, like chaos demons and chaos marines. Mm-hmm. And then Xenos, Harlequin, uh, Drakari, Eldar, Tau. I really don't like reading Tau all that much, specifically because of their naming convention. It's it's this thing, apostrophe, that thing. And it's just Maybe it's, you it's could challenging. listen to some more of that or something yeah. to kind of help you out. 
and like figure out the language. Yeah, I, I just, I, it's it's wacky. Just something's challenging doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Yeah, I, I'm. That's. I just don't think there's a lot of fans of Tau out there compared to the other yeah. factions. So I'm not gonna read this because, like, if I really liked it, then I would. But if it, it's a double whammy of I'm not a big fan of it and. Not a lot of other people are, are fans of it, so why bother? You should read some Adeptus Mechanicus stuff. Yeah, okay. I like doing the, the more machiney voices, which I've done a few times for stuff. I, mm. I like that. All right. I don't have anything else. Me neither. I have to draw. Okay. Bye. Bye.